0: episode of the dialogue options podcast well, not just any episode first of all the first episode of you know 2021 a year that would we'll be would we'll be good and better despite how it's 2022 see i've already screwed it up i was gonna say yeah, yeah it's, 2022. 2022 is, it's it's over it's a dumpster year see you next year <laughs> <laughs> see you in 2023 this year's a write-off Rather i'm kyron your host apparently but <laughs> it's not going well uh so i'll just introduce my co-host joel how are you <laughs>
1: I'm good thanks man I'm good hey it's okay like we've been we've been what is time hard at there hustling what is time? we've been hard out there hustling you know yeah, we've been appearing everywhere but here
0: exactly so, that's you know, right we've been you doing know. we've been doing homework for last month for this episode
1: but that's very true yeah like wrap tying up loose ends and nutting things down and all that kind of stuff but but yeah it was it was fun to sort of just speaking on that to appear on some other shows like we were both on story mode Astro Mode Gaming's podcast absolutely a couple weeks ago. It was. It was such a fun night. I had such a good time hanging out with those guys. Um and like before and after the stream as well where we were just absolutely (laughs) talking shit and getting very, very uh Uh, Hugo uh, Hugo Weaving. (laughs) Shout out to Hugo Wing for starters and also like us getting uh uh, like you me and Cy getting pretty worked up about the Monster Hunter movie. So (laughs) um <laughs> that tell was you a what, fun like, time uh,
0: <laughs> welcome to raccoon city now available for rent digitally oh god just, just throwing it out there as an idea putting it into the ether just tossing it Jesus. out there like, take it or leave it that's um,
1: right we can we can maybe if, if we're feeling up to it we can go see uncharted in a few weeks time oh boy that is a movie that's that the but one we'll, the maybe just
0: buy like the ps5 version and get my free movie ticket
1: <laughs> get your free movie ticket yeah it's like what's that like a Actually, uh, technically, it's like a fifteen dollars movie ticket, then, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's the a fifteen dollars upgrade. That's actually not a ter- terrible idea. <laughs> like, it really is. It probably works out cheaper than buying February a ticket. If February wasn't a
0: disaster, then I would yeah, maybe consider well. it. But I got enough on my plate without thinking about. Oh, maybe I'll just play through. You know, Uncharted Four, and you know. What?
1: You don't have to play it now. Oh, I do. Um, You're just I, paying for them.
0: No, because I you, want to. Go, so here's
1: the problem. I want to. Yeah. Okay. I want to All go. Like right.
0: the more I've been thinking about Uncharted recently, I'm like, man, I would. I would really like to see that running on a PS5. So it's dangerous. Okay, I'm already. It's true. I'm already in a bad. It's, it's, yeah, it's not worth. But it's just not worth look it. at it—the
1: base level of like you're play, You're paying fifteen dollars to go see a movie, and in, as a bonus item, you're getting the upgraded versions of some really good games. That's true. That's true. Including Lost Legacy, which is
0: maybe the best Uncharted. I definitely, uh, I'm still definitely one of the I'm best. St-
1: better than better I, than I,
0: most of the franchise.
1: I, I like yeah I I can agree with that sentiment, but for me personally, it's four because like this being a big old sucker for the for the franchise and how that that wrapped up and how many just great character moments that game had. I just ah, I'm a sucker for I that. Mean, imagine one.
0: Imagine that running a PS5.
1: See this is I, I, this is why. I'm no, in I won't. I, this is why I'm in. I trouble. refuse to. I refuse to because I can't get a PS5. That's fair. So. That's fair. They
0: are very hard to get.
1: If I had a mode. PS5, I would be able to live in that world where I could imagine <laughs> those things. But at the moment, it's so far out of reach as a tangible thing. So
0: anyway, anyway, so we were on story mode, and that was a that was a damn good time as always. But you also showed up somewhere else, Joel.
1: I did, yes. Um, so the the crew over at Eight Bit have just launched a new podcast, um, spearheaded by Brendan White, like just nicest guy in gaming. Podcasts. One of the nicest dudes in general. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. Just an absolute uh, fucking, uh, just to to quote the the most recent episode of Peacemaker, you fucking stud. Um, (laughs) So if you've watched the most recent episode of Peacemaker, you'll understand that. Um, And yeah, I appeared on their new show. It's called Bitecast, as in B-I-T-E this time. Uh, And it's a food podcast. So it's just like a half hour, half hour give or take. Um, I think the whole shtick is, is like, if it's, uh, you get it in 30 minutes or less or, 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 it's free. Um, I think is the joke that Brenna makes, but, um, yeah. And I just, he sent me through a few questions to sort of prep prep and then threw in a few, um, uh, shoot from the hip questions in the middle of it. And I'll tell you what, it was a super fun time nice. just getting to talk about food and like a little bit about video games, but mostly about food. And it was, it was fun. So if that seems like something. Uh, you'd be into go and check out Bytecast over on the Eight Bit Network. Um, there's I think six episodes out already. He's like releasing them; they're releasing them in like blocks of like six. He's like sort of banking up a whole bunch and then releasing a whole bunch every now and then. Um, so yeah, there's an episode with myself, and there's uh you know five other episodes with some um, other amazing people in the Australian games podcasting news industry. Um, and it was a little bit sort of like. Nerve wracking to be in the same
0: oh, sort I mean, of I totally understand category, honestly.
1: Uh, yeah, in the same category as some of those people, but um, it was very, very lovely. And Brennan made me feel very welcome, and I had a very good time chatting with him. So, nice. do go check it out anyway. Not, not even my episodes, just go listen to the whole show. Subscribe to 8 Bit, they're the best. That's ATE bit as well. Should probably preface clarify. that if you're not in the know, because uh, yeah, it's shout not out like to the, the T-Rex. number. It's, <laughs> Fucking a, yeah. Oh god, I can't remember his name. Uh, has a name. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Brendan. Sorry, Ali. Sorry, the crew over there. Um, but yeah, I I didn't even realize it though. I because I bought one of their t-shirts, one of their merch because their merch is really cool. Um, and I sat down to do the ep- like record the episode with Brendan, and I happened to be wearing the shirt. And, he's, and the first thing he said, like, I fucking know that shirt. I recognize that shirt. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah. You got me. This is an awkward. <laughs> This isn't awkward at all, but yeah, good times. Nice, good times. Nice, nice. nice. Uh
0: yeah. So, <laughs> so, the start of the year has been a thing, Joel. It's been a thing. I'm Fucking not it sure. has, man.
1: It, don't even I, don't even step to me about how <laughs> how much of a thing the start of this year has been. We
0: were talking about it before the show, and yeah, I've, obviously you win. You've won the lotto, I guess, for you know, about the start of years that ever two of us. But um, win is
1: a very strong word, and one that I wouldn't use anyway. But uh, yeah, long story short, I caught COVID and my birthday got ruined. So that's.
0: It's the worst. Like, that's like the. Like, I mean, it's, they're obviously probably worse scenarios, but that's like. Of yeah. all the scenarios you can imagine for your birthday, that's got to be one of the worst ones.
1: Yeah. And like, in the, and in the grand scheme of things, like, I was fine. Yeah, like, absolutely. I didn't really have. And you know, I, you know, I was just you know pretty tired fine, the whole time. But... You know why you were fine? Because well, you got.
0: Got that booster, baby. You got vaccinated.
1: Yeah, I got vaccinated. I got that booster. I'm all. I'm juiced up <laughs> on the good stuff. <laughs> Didn't help. Apparently that, I'm not going to actually, I'm not going to go on there and say like, it didn't help because that's going to open up a whole corridor of things that oh, I do God. not mean. Um, point is I got vaccinated, still caught it. I was fine though. Yeah. It didn't impact me. I'm talking to you right
0: much. now and you sound as good as I am. as always. Yep.
1: Yeah. Just my, my normal smoker smokery voice that I normally have. So it's fine.
0: Bit of, oh, it's a bit boy. of flavor in your voice. It's fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a bit of texture. Texture. texture.
0: <laughs> Jesus. So far going very Who well. Who are we? Going so good. Who are we?
1: We are... Maybe we shouldn't have come back. We are...
0: <laughs> we are lost in time, Joel. It's been a, lo- a long time. But yes, let's... If there's something else you want to talk about before we get into the meat of the show, is there any...
1: I, I mean, we could... two things. We watched Bond the other night we and did. it was fucking rad. We did watch it Bond. Was fucking Thank rad. you for
0: bringing that up. We watched it remotely and yeah we did yeah it was so good i'm so it happy so good. but also i'm just so bummed i missed it at the cinemas i
1: yeah me too i would have
0: loved to have seen that at the cinemas but oh well that's fine at least i got to see it it's and fine. it was yeah it was great i'm so happy with that movie
1: it was it was fucking rad i loved it mm, it's yep. so good um and the other thing i've been watching is peacemaker which is also fucking incredible I Haven't been, and I mean, it I, has no right being as good as it is you've,
0: you've hooked me up with episodes i haven't
1: had a chance to watch them it's so good, I can't, and it keeps getting better. And like I've been listening to the because it's it's a fucking James Gun joint, so it's uh, it, not only are you getting an awesome show with great characters that is really funny, it also comes with just a new playlist of songs that I've never heard of or so, like mildly heard of before that fucking gotta, rock. And this is, is all time like
0: before Guardians Three when we get our our next fix of James Gun music. So yeah, I mean, hey, that's more power it. to him.
1: It's like yeah, it's 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 all like fucking glam metal, sleaze metal all this like eighties hair metal vibes. And it's so good. Like, and if you, if you want an indicator of how good the show is, go watch the intro on YouTube. Just search for peacemaker. The intro intro is it's up on YouTube. It's fucking incredible. It's it ridiculous. It blew my mind and how, how fucking awesome it is. Um, and I've been listening to that song on repeat constantly now. But, yeah, <laughs> that's all. That's my, that's my two cents thrown in there for my other things I've been doing. Cool. Um,
0: I mean, most of myself, like I said, not a great deal. I've been catching up on games. We watched Bond, um, Attack on Attack on Titans final seasons, like the final, the second part of the Attack on Titan final season has started up, which is the last part. So that's been yep. my weekly watch. Which I've got an episode waiting for me as soon as we finish this episode. Um, yeah, we'll wrap this up. But yeah, okay. well, and that's it. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adali. You. you just my number one game of the year was <laughs> this. Uh, bye. See thank you later. very much. Peace. I'm like fuck. What all that work I did. Oh, okay. Um, fine. No, 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 no. It's fine. I can wait. I read the manga, so it's not, nothing that's going to happen is a surprise. It's just like cool to see it animated. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, beyond beyond that, like, it's just been work as usual and play games yeah. to relax and. Mm-hmm keep counting yeah. down until elden ring
1: <laughs> well yeah it's getting that's points. it we're,
0: we're nearly in the month of elden ring so
1: oh, oh, actually yeah we're on the precipice yeah, of the month by the time people now.
0: are listening to this we will be in the month. yeah it's of very
1: elden true ring. yes um i i did also well, i'll probably talk about it in a future episode but i did play nobody saves the world and i finished that so i finished so, whoa, my first game whoa, whoa. for 2022 because save it, save it, save it. <laughs> like just saying I played it. It's great. Next episode, we've already got Pokemon
0: Legends and I've got Jurassic World in my pocket. Like, it's <laughs> all right. Back quest it's right. I've got, save that quest right.
1: got, I, I can talk much more about it because I very much enjoyed it. But I, I just wanted to say I finished my first game of 2022 already. I'm feeling very accomplished. Nine more to go. Yeah. I won't, I'm not going to lie. Might be there at the end of the year. Who knows? Oh.
0: I need to I need to make a note of this and come back to revisit it when we're doing this episode in a year's time. And be like, so what happened? What 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 happened, Joel?
1: I'm uh, just like There's
0: two <laughs> it's two good games. Twenty twenty two was awesome. few games. I mean, to be completely fair, the year is looking like a bloodbath.
1: Um. Oh, so, absolutely, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I, but honestly, Not before we before we get too excited, right? Before we talk about the future, we've got to we've got to put the past behind us. We've got to put Deep a, a like the past, a bow. Yeah on 2021 and just send it off and be like, we're done. Well, not I'm not yep. done with those games. I'm done trying to pick my favorites.
1: <laughs>
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for a lot of great games, but also yep. there's so many more great ones to come and I can't get bogged yes. down. Otherwise, I'd be screwed. Uh, so Absolutely. What we've done, of course, is like last year's episode, we've both written and recorded our little Game of the Year lists, which we will play in the episode. Um, I think I'm going to go first this time. So you went first. I think last so. Was sw- swap it off like we do hosting, I guess. That yeah. sounds
1: that sounds good. I like that. Um, we should also preface as well that we don't we haven't listened to oh yeah, yeah. Of yes hours before this moment. So like we're gonna we're gonna just peel back the curtain a little bit. We're gonna record this bit and then we're gonna pause and we're gonna listen to each other's things and then, come and back. then we're gonna come we're back. Come straight back. But but you know it'll all just be magic for you out there. Assuming in the a, assuming world. I don't somehow screw the edit. But, hey. Nah, it's fine. It's fine.
0: It'll be, it's, fine. it's no problem. It'll be it's, it'll What's be the worst that could happen? It's, easy. it's, easy, man. it's
1: fine. Uh, I sound like a chipmunk or something. I don't know. Anyway, my end. so
0: I guess, you know, without further delay, let's get let's get straight into my list and then into Joel's list and we'll catch you guys on the other side. Woohoo! Number 10. Neo, the world ends with you. 2021 had more than a few video game miracles. One of those such instances was the release of Neo: The World Ends With You, the sequel to the cult DS game that was released in 2007. It is shocking to me that this game exists, and is actually a pretty good addition to the admittedly small franchise. It is packed with plenty of nods to the original, so you'll definitely be well served with familiarising yourself with it. There's thankfully an anime that should do the trick in this regard to fully enjoy the experience. Once again, you find yourself in the Reapers game, and this time the rules are a little different. You take to the streets of Shibuya, and vibe along with the absolutely stellar soundtrack that will scratch all sorts of itches that you weren't prepared for. The combat has also changed a bit, given the unique inputs you had access to in the original, this wasn't surprising, and it manages to land a different take on the pin-based gameplay that has its own fair share of strategy as you face off in real-time combat against the noise. Fashion and food are also back in full force, allowing you to deck your characters out in a large variety of clothing and stuff them full of food for various XP bonuses. You also once again have a great amount of control over the difficulty after you get a few chapters into the game, allowing you to set your level and slide the challenge up to increase your drop rate for those rare pins to empower your party even more. Much like many other games in this genre, it has some tropes that you have to get past, but if you can, you're in for a fun bombastic ride.
1: Number 9.
0: Tales of Arise I have bounced off of pretty much every game in the Tales series that I've played. The closest I've got to sticking with it was the re-release of Tales of Vesperia. I approached Tales of Arise cautiously as a result, mostly spurred by the positive buzz that I'd caught glimpses of online. Thankfully, the gamble paid off, as I was won over by surprisingly engaging characters, a flashy and enjoyable combat system, and plenty of visually pleasing locations to explore. The story is probably the thing that surprised me the most within this game. I love the JRPG genre, but usually the stories leave a bit to be desired, and although I'm not willing to name Arise as the new gold standard in storytelling within the genre, it definitely had its fair share of twists and turns that kept me invested in the dynamic between the party members. Whether it's uncovering the secret behind the protagonist's masked face, the sad truth behind Shion's mysterious fawns, or the wrinkle of Doho Lim's past regrets, I found myself rooting for each character as they moved through the narrative. On top of all of this, the game story is bookmarked at certain points by anime styled opening videos, which whilst not being a new feature really go a long way in winning me over. The combat is fun to play around with, but also becomes incredibly rewarding as you balance finding the right moves to use and using your party members' strengths to your advantage to turn the tides. Tales of Arise is perfect if you are looking for a comfortable JRPG to sink into. Number 8 Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I was one of many people ready to write off Eidos Montreal's take on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy after a very strange reveal at last year's E3, so I'm also quite shocked to say that it was actually one of the best games I played last year. It now is one of the most important aspects of this particular franchise, and that is the coming together of the Guardians as a chosen family, and the journey that it takes to get them from barely getting along to being there for each other when it counts the most. This is a game that has so much heart and some incredibly believable performances, including character interactions and storylines that are some of my favourite for the entire year, whether it's going deeper into Drax's backstory or being able to play around with how Peter Quill might feel about being a father. The combat could probably be considered its weakest point, because at times it really does feel like you're just winging it for most of the encounters, but at the same time it feels oddly perfect for the Guardians themselves. The star of the show when it comes to the combat is the huddle feature where Peter can call the crew together and attempt to give him a pep talk which often has hilarious outcomes. Another subtle way it showcases the growth of the Guardians is how they transition from requiring you to tell them to use their unique abilities in the game, to them doing it on their own as you build trust between one another. Pair all of this with a soundtrack packed with great music, both licensed and original tracks, and you've got yourself a game you shouldn't skip. NUMBER SEVEN! Death's Door These last few years, there's been a notable rise in games that borrow a few pages from the likes of Dark Souls, and all of those from software-developed games, but what often sets them apart is managing to have an identity of their own. Death's Door by Acid Nerve has the atmosphere of a Souls game and the gameplay of a Zelda game, but doesn't feel stifled by either legendary franchise and instead uses their strengths to its advantage as you take control of a small crow charged with collecting the giant souls to return the world to its natural cycle of death. The combat is simple, based on switching it up between offense and evasion as you fight off the inhabitants of the desolate fading areas and collecting the souls from the game's main bosses. Along the way is a surprisingly engrossing narrative that has some poignant moments discussing death and how we might be remembered, whilst also managing to slip in some humour here and there. Probably the biggest surprise that I noticed with this game was its soundtrack, not afraid to balance the atmospheric tunes with some more jazzy numbers that really had me humming along. A lot of what makes this game great feels simple and obvious, but at no point does that stop it from being an impressive accomplishment. Number 6 Unpacking. Unpacking is a game I watched people play a demo of at PAX Australia in 2019, and immediately I knew this was a game I wanted to keep my eye on. Flash forward through two years of a pandemic, and now I've played the final product and can happily tell you that this is a game you shouldn't skip. On the surface this game is simple and cute, but the way it tells a story is tied intrinsically to its gameplay and its ability to communicate to the player what's happening to our main character as time passes and you unpack through various moves. You'll pick up on subtle beats based on where you're unpacking, what you unpack, what you can't move and what you have to sometimes put in a place you really don't want to. It is clear that so much care has gone into the creation of this game between the huge variety of objects you have on hand, including a GameCube which definitely made me feel old when some younger gamers were confused as to where it went, and the fact that it has about 14,000 sound effects for the various objects as you place them on the surface. It has charm, it has heart, and it's got a great soundtrack that seals the deal, but makes this game the complete package. Number 5 Monster Hunter Rise Hunting massive beasts with equally oversized weapons and armour that you made from the monster you just killed and skinned will always call to me in a weird way, especially when you've got friends to do it with. There are certainly some concessions Capcom had to make to get Monster Hunter back on Switch, but Rise is certainly closer to the quality of world than I honestly expected. It's packed with several new and returning monsters, the usual weapons, your palico and the new palamute, but also includes the wire bug. This new mechanic adds a lot of fun to the already addictive mayhem of tracking and killing the various creatures in this game as you zip and weave across environments and pull off spectacular combos against the monsters. The story is also less of a pain to play with friends, even if it really doesn't kick off until you get past it and gain those precious hunter ranks. As well as eating your usual food before embarking on a hunt, you are now also encouraged to explore the various environments to pick up spirit bugs that can further enhance your stats for a limited time, allowing you to take and deal even more damage against whatever you were chasing. If you've got some friends and are looking for a fun game to jump into, I really can't help but join the legions of Monster Hunter fans in saying get on this series, it's time to hunt! Number 4! Life is Strange True Colours I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Life is Strange games, falling time and time again for their particular brand of storytelling, whilst also acknowledging that they could definitely improve in several areas. Life is Strange True Colours tells the story of Alex Chen, whose empathic ability allows her to read and feel the emotions of those around her, and follows her through her attempts at finding a normal life in Haven Springs. It's a story filled with heartbreak, love, and finding yourself a place to call home. Whether that's a picturesque mining town, or seeking adventure in the world with someone you bond with in the game. The performances and facial motion capture sell the characters and stories so much more in this one than previous entries. True Colors feels like a step forward that the series has been needing. There is one scene with a kiss between two characters that I was so invested in, and all of the extra polish the game has benefited from selling that moment to me in a way that no video game has been able to do with an intimate moment like that. Pack this all in with an appropriately indie feeling soundtrack, including new music from Australia's own Angus and Julia Stone, and you've got what is probably now my favourite Life is Strange to date. Number three. Resident Evil Village The comeback of Resident Evil these last few years has been incredible to watch, and last year's Village has continued the trend of this franchise's return to form, building on the foundations introduced in Resident Evil 7's first person perspective, and throwing in more weird, campy goodness, giving the game a similar sort of feel to that featured in Resident Evil 4. We once again take control of Ethan Winters as he desperately tries to rescue his daughter from a sinister cult residing in the snowy countryside. His journey will take him through what can be best described as a horror theme park, shifting through several different settings, such as a castle populated with vampires, to a seemingly haunted mansion where you are pursued by one of the most horrifying creatures to have been in a game in the last few years. Resident Evil Village serves as a reminder that these games can still serve up action and horror in even doses, and make sure players have a good time along the way. Much like previous titles in the series, Village also benefits from multiple playthroughs as they allow you to unlock more powerful and ridiculous weaponry based on difficulty and speed upon completion. This gradually changes the game from a horror experience to an all guns blazing good time as you relish punishing any parts that gave you trouble on your first run through the game. If you like the sound of a Resident Evil game that borrows strengths from Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 4, and Resident Evil 7, then you really cannot afford to skip Village. Number 2. Valheim I know Valheim is a game that is still in early access and will undoubtedly get even bigger and better in 2022, but the foundation that it released with was so strong that it earned a place on my list. Starting in the lush meadows, building houses from wood, humming along to the incredible soundtrack by Patrick Jarlstam, to building your first raft and exploring the world was just such a wonderful experience that I still think about today. The shift in mood when moving from the calm and serene meadows to the sinister theme of the murky and dense black forest is sold by the soundtrack and backed up by a unique PS1-styled aesthetic that the game pulls off with confidence. Hitting the ocean for the first time as the sailing music kicks in is probably one of my favourite video game moments of 2021. You truly feel like you're embarking on an adventure into the unknown. It has a simple but engaging combat system that allows you to block and parry the various creatures in the world as you build weapons and armour on the road to killing the massive bosses that inhabit the world. To survive these epic clashes, you'll be farming and cooking with a variety of ingredients to improve your health and stamina in order to be victorious. All of this might sound pretty standard, but there's something special about how it is framed by Valheim, especially if you jump in with friends and start building up your encampments as you journey around the world. I have spent over a 100 hours exploring the various biomes that exist so far, and eagerly await the arrival of more in the future so I can spend another 100 hours in this fascinating world. Number 1 Metroid Dread. As if it could be anything else, Metroid Dread is nothing short of a video game miracle. It faced the uphill battle of living up to Metroid fans' wild expectations by adopting the long fabled Dread subtitle and also by being the first new 2D Metroid game in nearly 20 years. Thankfully, Mercury Steam have taken what they learned from the 2017 remake of Return of Samus and made a Metroid game that reminds us why the genre is known as a Metroid Mania. Fully mastering the controls of Samus will help unlock her true potential as you shine sparks through rooms at high speed, counter-attack enemies for increased pickups, and face off against some of the best boss fights in the franchise's history. Her interpretation of Samus' character is also one of the best yet, showcasing her strength, agility and confidence in her abilities at this stage of her bounty hunter career. Whilst it's fair to say it doesn't really do much to innovate the genre, I'm much happier that they instead focused on the strength of the series. Replaying this game is an extremely enjoyable experience, especially as you uncover some of the possible built-in sequence breaks, one of which would actually reward you with a cutscene when you defeat a boss, giving you plenty to look forward to upon hitting credits the first time. The result of their hard work is one of the most satisfying games on the Nintendo Switch, and an ending that feels like a fitting conclusion to the main Metroid storyline, whilst also making me excited for the future of this franchise. Personally, I hope that Nintendo was already talking to Mercury's team about getting another game started up as we continue the wait for Metroid Prime 4. See you next mission, Samus. Number 10.
1: Loop Hero, A game that kind of plays itself doesn't sound all that appealing on paper, but when it is as engaging as Loop Hero, it is something to talk about. Loop Hero finds a hero stuck in a loop, as the title suggests, and in order to break said loop, they are going to have to get to the bottom of why this is happening in the first place. By playing cards onto the play space, you build out the landscape and enemies that appear, and each run becomes a grind of gathering resources to build up the base camp, In order to progress the story i didn't get all that far in loop hero but this is a game that i could find myself coming back to time and time again it's deceptively simple on the surface but as you dig deeper the mechanics have a chance to shine as you start to peel back the layers and work out the best way to maximize a run this deserves to be a staple on the switch and i can't wait to keep chipping away at the mystery at hand Number 9 Death's Door You are a crow working as a reaper of souls for a corporation that has existed for god knows how long. Things start to get a little sketchy though, as one day you lose a contracted soul, and a series of events that cause you and those around you to question the legitimacy of the whole operation is set into motion. If that doesn't pique your interest in Death's Door, then maybe the tight combat, striking visuals and stunning score might. Acid Nerve have created such a delightful game, complete with a world full of mysteries to explore and some fights that will truly test your mettle. While the combat was tough at times, I felt like each attempt made me really think about my actions and how I could do it better. It in no way reshapes the formula of an ARPG. But what it does is refine and tighten the tropes to create a fantastic and thoroughly enjoyable experience that fans of the genre shouldn't miss.
0: Number 8
1: Persona 5 Strikers Persona 5 Strikers gives you the opportunity to spend time with your favourite anime best friends on a road trip for the ages. Oh, and stopping corruption and bringing down a sketchy AI company whilst changing people's hearts along the way. Persona 5 Strikers takes the Phantom Thieves and throws them in a Dynasty Warriors Musou style game. Lots of enemies, big flashy attacks and multiple playable characters are all here. The implementation of some of the core ideas and features from a Persona game is handled really well. The use of Personas to add to already ridiculous attacks and combos is super fun. And the story is a continuation of the end of Persona 5, which was nice to spend time with these characters once again. The new characters added were great additions, and the story itself is a usual Persona fair, but still enjoyable and engaging nonetheless. Plus some reworked versions of songs from the P5 soundtrack in a more rock-oriented vibe as well as the new tunes all completely slap. Your mileage may vary if you aren't a Persona 5 fan or a fan of Musou-style games, but if you like either or both of those, then Strikers will take your heart, no worries. (laughs)
0: Number seven.
1: Unpacking. A game I have been following for a while now, Unpacking tells the story of one person at various stages in their life, all using the mechanic of unpacking their new environments and living arrangements. The game is a masterclass in environmental storytelling, as there is little to no dialogue throughout the whole game. But even without this, it tells a story that will no doubt hit everyone in an emotional or nostalgic way. Without spoiling anything here, it's definitely something magical to experience, which Beam deserve all the praise they receive, as the love and care put into this title is felt from beginning to end. The music is relaxing, as is the general nature of just unpacking someone's life. A short experience, but by no means is that a bad thing. Unpacking is a game I can recommend to almost anyone to play since it is highly accessible and simple in mechanics but it can also carry some weight with its story. A truly impressive feat.
0: Number 6
1: Artful Escape Another highly anticipated game for me was Beethoven and Dinosaurs The Artful Escape, and after a long time, it finally released in 2021, and boy, was it worth the wait. The game is best described as a playable LSD trip with a narrative that deals with the idea of pressure to conform and finding out who you truly are and what you want to be. The striking visuals are jaw dropping at times, and the music will make you feel like you could conquer the world. Following Francis Vendetti as he crosses time, space, and any other dimensions you can think of, it is the journey of self-discovery and committing to making yourself happy creatively. Also, it has a mechanic based around being able to just shred psychedelic licks from a guitar at almost any time, so obviously it's a winner in my book. Put on some headphones, turn the lights off, and enjoy the ride. This is a spectacle in every sense of the word.
0: Number five.
1: Forza Horizon 5. The Horizon Festival is back, and this time it's headed to Mexico. Playground games are back with the latest entry in the popular Horizon series. And while a lot has changed outside of the setting, it's definitely a case of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. This game feels so good to play and due to a plethora of accessibility settings, there is something to satisfy any skill level and get you behind the wheel of over 550 different cars and out onto the track. The way that it gives you the chance to really play how you feel as well makes the game shine. You want to go explore the vistas and take some dope photos? You got it. Wanna go fast and get into the Horizon Festival Hall of Fame? No worries. Designing cars or events for other players? Check. It is truly a playground for anyone to get out there and just have fun. The big set piece events are back here and are as enjoyable as ever, and progression is handled by tackling and setting up various festival sites in a range of different racing disciplines, which I really enjoyed. I was always going to love this game, but having it here really makes me happy, and I just love booting it up and going for a drive to kill some time. Forza Horizon 5 is one of the best open world titles in such a long time, and I will be heading back to Mexico many times in the coming days, weeks, years even.
0: Number four.
1: Inscription. Inscription is a hard one to sell, mainly because it plays out in a way that had me guessing and on my toes at every turn. And I feel that this is one of the game's best assets. But without giving away too much, it's a deck builder card game set within a creepy cabin with an opponent that seems just more than a little unsettling. You can get up from the table and walk around to explore your surroundings, and that is where things start to get a little wild. Then once you have a feel for how things are going, things get tipped on their head, and then they get tipped again and again and it doesn't really stop until the credits roll. And even then there is a big extended universe waiting for you if you want more to explore on reddit and different fan pages. It is a wild experience that had me captivated from start to finish, and I highly recommend, if any of this sounds appealing to you, go and get this game and play it. Don't worry, I'll wait. Number three. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy This was a game I was always going to play, and in some ways I was always going to enjoy it. But when Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy came out, it was accompanied by a reception that can only be described as the surprise hit of the year. Following a new version of the heroes we have grown to love, picking up long after they had joined forces to become the Guardians, it tells a story that deals with grief, loss, acceptance, and moving on which is a sentence I did not expect to say when talking about a Guardians game. But not only does it tell a compelling and at times moving story, it has a really fun gameplay loop. You are in control of Peter's Lord, Quill and can deal out commands to the other Guardians. This leads to a myriad of combos and fun outcomes to fights so that i personally thoroughly enjoyed. On top of some excellent writing and performances and a killer licensed soundtrack They also gave the name Star-Lord meaning by creating a fictional in-universe band called Star-Lord that happens to be Peter's favourite and the inspiration to his Guardians moniker. There is so much care taken with these characters and this world, and I felt that the whole way through. I'm so happy that it turned out as great as it is, and that so many are enjoying the Guardians ride through the galaxy. Now if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go kick back and listen to some Star-Lord.
0: Number 2
1: Monster Hunter Rise I had always been interested in the Monster Hunter franchise, and after trying a couple of times, Monster Hunter World clicked with me, and I became a fan of the series. So when Monster Hunter Rise got announced for the Switch, I was always going to be on board. But with the quality of life improvements, a slight shift towards a more classic Monster Hunter, and a new feudal Japan-esque setting, Monster Hunter Rise is a fantastic entry in the series. I have spent well over 125 hours in this game in the last year, and was the first time I actually took my Switch on public transport and played it for the whole journey. I felt like a walking Nintendo commercial, but I didn't care. Rise is an absolute blast to play, and even though the Rampage mode wasn't anything to write home about, it's nice to see them build on the quite boring turret-based stages in World Before It. It might have been released in an unfinished stage story-wise, but they have since made good and released updates to finish out the main storyline, along with balances and other add-on content to play with, straight-up punching enemies in the Akuma from Street Fighter costume was a particular highlight. The combat feels super agile due to the new Wirebug additions, and all the weapons have something that makes them fun to use. I found myself playing with the Hunting Horn quite a lot this time, and once I got the hang of it, it was so great comboing together buffs and heals as well as doing crazy damage to the monster I was hunting. I could talk about how much I enjoy this game until the Jagras come home, but Monster Hunter Rise will be a staple on my Switch for years to come. Number one. Metroid Dread. Now, I get it. I co-host a show with one of the biggest Metroid fans ever, so I can see how this can be viewed as some sort of Stockholm Syndrome reaction. But in all honesty, no other game had my blood pumping from start to finish more this year than Metroid Dread. This is the culmination of Samus Aran's long-told saga, and what a way to finish it up. Mercury Steam proved themselves with Samus Returns, and now having the chance to make the long thought dead dread, they have outdone themselves. Just simply moving around the space as Samus feels good. There's a sense of locomotion that drives how you explore and expand the map, and the abilities you find only add to that sense of pushing forward. Without spoiling anything, Samus is on a mission, and nothing in her way will stop her. I had so many moments where I was mouth agape, or fist pumping, or even gasping at things that were happening as I played, and I loved every minute of it. It's no walk in the park either. Some moments had me stumped for hours, but I always felt like I was making progress, learning something each time, getting more and more aware of what I should be doing. This continued right up until the end, and when it did end, I was on such a high with how hype this game wraps up. You might see this as me trying to appeal to Kyron, but I genuinely love this game. Samus is unchained in dread, and it's never felt better to go on an adventure with everyone's favourite bounty hunter.
0: So there we go. Those are our lists. We did it, Joel. That's it. We made it for another year. We managed to cobble together 10 games and make a list and make a show about it, which was great.
1: It was good. We did. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. Fucking some good stuff there. I always, I was just, we were saying in between like listening and all that sort of stuff. I I really enjoy making these, these lists and like putting them together with like all the audio and, and like writing, like doing like scripted stuff. Um, which I'm, I don't feel like I'm very good at, but like, I, I, it's still really fun to sort of sit down and I spent pretty much all of yesterday just working that out. And like, it was cool just to go from having a script and a blank audacity file to having multiple audacity files and just a finished product. I made like an audacity
0: labyrinth. It was ridiculous. (laughs)
1: Oh yeah. Like, so I, I like record each segment individually yep. and put all like the, the, the little buffer, like the little number buffer yep. in there, then the music and stuff. Yep. And then like do all that stuff, save, export that. All right. Move on to the next one. Yep. Do the same thing again. Do that 10 times. Do and then ten, like I've take
0: like 10 folders.
1: Yeah. Take everything and just fucking shove it into one file and be like, oh, and, then and then be then like, just,
0: all right, how are the levels?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was doing the leveling on the fly, so hopefully it sounds okay. Yeah. I was doing it on, like, per segment. Me too, so. yeah. Um, but no, no, it sounded good to me, and yeah. No, it was a great yeah. listener. Well. It was a
0: lot of fun. Thank you. Likewise, my friend.
1: Likewise. It was, always, yeah,
0: I, think, uh, I think I said it last year. It's always... I'm happy at this point when it's done, and I listen mm. to it, and I'm like, yeah. But, <laughs> like, the writing is just like... Ugh. Yeah. And then the recording yeah. is just like, I'm so sick of my own voice. Like, <laughs> and, like, it's... because editing the podcast fine you know no issue that's not too bad but it's when you're listening being like it's like just no you. i need to i need to do it again yeah um, i it was, yeah it was I a did. lot of fun when, it, when it's said and done uh, like i'm happy we did it it's always good
1: i'm glad we do i it. like to do this now i yeah i am too actually i think it was it was it was a big swing we took last year for something that we hadn't really done and i think yeah because it turned out so well i was it got to the end of the year and i was like oh yeah that's right we get to do that yeah. again i think Makes we should do it again special yeah, it does. And it's like, you know, it makes it stand out from the rest and it's exciting and it makes it feel a little bit more, I don't know, polished.
0: And I feel, I feel less um, guilty taking like the entirety of January to get it done. Cause so I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm. it's extra work. Okay. It's not like I sat down with Joel and had notes. It's just like, no, 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 no. That's right? it. I played yeah. a bunch of games, spent hours writing it, but I spent, yeah, I think I was like three or four hours recording and cutting and. Picking a yep. song and then going, no, it's, wait, no, I want this song from a soundtrack. A lot of songs yep. got swapped because there's a lot of good video game music last year from those 10 mm-hmm. games alone.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And and it's like a mix of like original and licensed yeah. music as well. Like there's some great licensed music. Like, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy and Forza Horizon 5 both have just excellent so, soundtracks. Same
0: for True Colors. Life is Strange True Colors. incredible. Yeah, soundtrack. True.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like it's it, it was it was a good year for music and um it just some really interesting choices for things and um it set different tones and all that kind of fun stuff. It's, any yeah,
0: any particular good. entries on the list you want to talk more about?
1: I mean, go play Inscription. Yep. Everyone play Inscription because it's fucking awesome. Is it coming um, on the consoles? They haven't said yet. Okay. Would it work on consoles?
0: I mean, if they can get Undertale working on consoles, like
1: it. It makes, let me put it this they way. They put it Doki makes Doki, Doki on consoles. <laughs> it makes more sense immersion wise and narratively if yeah. you play it on PC. That's fair. So, like that's how but, I feel
0: about Doki Doki, but it is nice yeah. that you can get it on console. But absolutely. absolutely
1: yeah. If you can play that game, play it on PC. Same as like Undertale as well. Like, you know, it's. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. On PC if you can.
1: Yeah. Like it's, yeah, I, I would recommend it on PC, but if it does come to consoles, like play it. It's so good. Like it's, it's really, really good. Um, Uh, ditto for that
0: for life is strange
1: um yes i fucking really want (laughs) to.
0: really seriously the scene that i mentioned like in that in the writing like i wasn't going to put it in there i was like i was like let's watch some life is strange um true colors (laughs) clips and i watched that clip i'm like that's like one of the best things this year it's the only time i've watched a kiss in a video game and gone i'm sold on this completely
1: right that's yeah okay fuck
0: Fuck! All right. I almost want to send you just almost... that one scene because like you obviously know what characters it involves, but like well, it's yeah. so
1: good. <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna try and maybe I'll try and set aside some time for it. It's so good. Because I'm, I'm playing Pokemon at the moment. Uh, yeah, I could probably. Yeah, we'll see. We might be able to before Elden Ring. We'll see. Um, Fuck. But yeah, like uh, yeah, just a, yeah, another, another great year for games. Really, it was so good, so good, and like. Um, Ah, oh, what else was on there that I wanted to talk about that I didn't really like? I, and just I, I mean, two Australian games in my list. What, uh, like well, um, I said, as
0: I said to you, Joel, like Artful Escape, it was on my list. It was in number so ten close. spot. So like I knew, so I knew it was like the double Australia as well. But um,
1: yeah, it's yeah, and both games that like I saw for the first time at PAX and fell in love with, and they both came out and they were both really good. Um. Does it count if the
0: um, any... composer for Valheim is? Um, I think he's yeah, he's a yeah, I'll take. He was a Sydney musician. That counts, right? Okay. Valheim not made in Australia, but like the music was by it. a Sydney Fine. musician, you know, and so that is probably my favorite soundtrack of the year, hands down.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I. What was my favorite?
0: I scratched my head about putting an early access game so high, but. <laughs>
1: I love that oh, so much. As someone who's played it as well, like for an early access game, there is a lot to do and it is it feels polished already. Like it's, yeah. I was it's also want to say,
0: but like they um they finally felt that feeling when they like similar to when they booted up Minecraft at the same time. And I was like, you're right in a way, not in the same way as like, obviously Minecraft is unshackled freedom to build whatever yeah. you want. But just the experience of going into a world and just getting lost in it, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just a yeah. It's cool. Can't wait for him to keep adding to it, so I can just keep pouring my free time just straight into it, just upending it. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of that, I just want to make an addendum to to my um. Uh, when I wrote the script, I probably should have readjusted it when I recorded it, but I've actually played about 135 hours now. Too late. No, sorry, doesn't otherwise. count more. Doesn't count.
0: Um, those 10 I, hours, uh, not those. They don't count for this list, Joel. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, if list we is ever done. get around, if we ever
1: get around to doing a video, like a video podcast, you can see I'm I'm my boy Magnamalo at the moment on my shirt. I've got my sweet new Monster Hunter Rise shirt. It's got like a whole bunch of monsters. on It's got Magnamalo in the middle. He's Rise, my boy. Had a
0: great soundtrack. Like
1: yeah, like I could so good, so good, so much good video game music this year. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. Uh, I I really loved it. It was really interesting trying to pick a song from. Oh, um, from Forza Horizon Five because it was just like, I, none of these are like I felt like that one represented how I felt. Actually, I just thought of a better song. Too late, not doesn't, count. Soundtrack. doesn't <laughs> <count>. <laughs> So that was a song by um I think it's they're called Prism but it's spelt really weird P R Z X M I think. That's not um, how you spell Prism. It's not um and I'm pretty I don't know if that's how Is it's anyone, supposed to be pronounced. Has either told
0: them like
1: <laughs> I I'm pretty sure I don't, I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be pronounced but that's how I read it. Um, but I love that because I'm like, it has that, it gives me that real sort of like for the horizon feel. And also it sounds a shitload like churches and it's really
0: good. Um, I think the one I swapped the most music out was, um, me over Wooden's a few because yeah. every song on our soundtrack is a banger. And I was like, what do I, what do I pick? Yeah, And in the end I was like, uh, I've got to pick one that doesn't super overpower what I'm, what I'm reading because yeah, even as I was listening to it back then, I'm like, this soundtrack so fucking sick. It's so good. It's yeah. It's such yeah. a it's but, it, it, like I said, it it'll it'll claw at you in ways where you're like, Ah, oh, where did what where, where did that come from? And why do I like yeah. it so
1: much? You've um you've sold me again on playing Tales for Arise. Tales for Arise is Tales great. Arise, so Yeah.
0: Like I said, I, I certainly in the like I've bounced it. off so many of those games, but Arise grabbed me. And yeah, yeah just generally su- surprised at how Again, I I'm not gonna crown it the new gold standard for storytelling, but it it definitely had interesting points where I was like, huh. That's a that's a wrinkle I honestly didn't see coming. That that's nice. awesome.
1: It's always that's nice really when
0: good. a JRPG can give you something to string you along for those like sixty hour rides.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Dangling that carrot. Exactly. Um
0: any any games you want to shout
1: out? Because honestly, I've got a long list of games that like I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> you'll start yours. Stuff. I'm sure you'll start yours and I'll be like, oh fuck yeah, that too. Um The one that sticks out in my head at the moment, just because I hadn't played enough of it, and I don't know how I really feel about it. I am enjoying it, though, but um, is um, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I keep forgetting that came out in, like, December. It's, like, the very mm -hmm. end of the year.
1: Yeah, and, uh, like, I picked it up when it came out, and it's really good. I just, I'm not as in love with it as I thought I would be. I don't okay. know why, but it's still really good, and I've gone back to it a couple of times. Yeah. Like the last time I went back to it, I went on a tear and like just cleaned through a whole bunch of it, um, and unlocked a whole bunch of the Knights and stuff like that, which is cool. Um, and they all play differently. It's re- it's really really fun. Um, it's if you don't know, it's a it's a like a I guess you could say like a match three puzzle, like a matching puzzle game, Honestly, it, set in the it, Shovel Knight universe. It reminds but, me.
0: It's not, again, it's not the original game. I think it's um. What is what is the Tetris Poyo Poyo? I think that's what it is. But um, Kirby's yeah. Ghost Trap is what it reminds me of most. It's the way you like okay. have to like spin it, and match, and then drop things on your opponent, to sort of snow them under.
1: Um, yeah. If like? you're playing the multiplayer mode, yes. But yeah. the single player mode is like a clearing the board and like so. There's like enemies, and then if you bump into an enemy, it does damage to them. But depending on how strong it is, it'll do damage to you. So you've got to like balance that, and then like getting potions. And then clearing out and earning like gems so you can unlock the and getting keys and stuff to unlock weapons and unlock the shop in each stage so you can go in there and get like, um, like run specific, like not run specific, but like buffs that are, uh, active for your like current run. So like, yeah, not perma buffs or anything like that. Yeah. But, um, but like that's it. It's, it's still really good. And like the way that the game sort of, it, it it's constantly moving as well. So it like, it'll all blocks will be dropping down from the top, like Tetris. Yeah. So you've always got to, you can't really stop and think you can turn that off. Actually. I think in the, in the settings you can turn off like auto scrolling essentially. Um. So you can stop and think about your moves and things like that. Um. And you can also play it in like a roguelike um, fashion or just like clearing stages. I think I haven't tried the other version, but like the roguelike one is just like, You've got to try and get to the end, basically, and if you you do, you win. But if you don't, you go back to the start. But then you get money to upgrade things, or you if you beat bosses. Like some of the bosses are knights. Some of the knights, um, so you unlock their some of them as playable characters as well. And there are other ways of like playing, like unlocking them as well. So at the moment, I think I've got. Plague Knight and Shield Knight, I think. I think there's a couple of like specific to this game only. Yeah, I think there were well. some
0: new knights they added to it. Yeah, yeah, uh, new and,
1: new and it's pre- it's,
0: pretty it's pretty neat. Automation.
1: Nice. Yeah, I, I like. I, so I, it's fun. Um, but I'm not like. I thought it was going to be a game that I'm just going to be. Like, I'm going to play this until I finish it, and I played it for a couple of nights, and then I moved on to. I think I moved on to Loop Hero. I went back to Loop Hero, and I was just like, "Yeah, cool. This is um, this is vibing with me." And then. I only went back to it again recently. I was like, oh, maybe I'll, I don't know what to play. Uh, maybe I'll play some Pocket Dungeon. And I went back into it for like a few hours. And I'm like, yeah, this is fun. The um, soundtrack kicks ass as well. Like Clauses. no surprises Clauses. there because <laughs> it's a fucking Shovel Knight game. There's, but a,
0: uh, there's a Yacht Club Presents coming up pretty soon.
1: There is. Probably hear more about Shovel Knight Dig, I'm guessing.
0: Who knows what else? Hopefully. hopefully I mean, I just want a new Shovel Knight, like maybe. a new Shovel Knight game. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe
1: they're doing something completely different. Maybe. But please be Shovel Knight. <laughs> I can't do like these so spin-off on the do list. Shovel Knight and these spin-off games and stuff like that and then do something new? For, I don't know who we'll knows see. we'll see um but yeah oh off the top of my head I don't know what else has been real uh, that I played this year that's really struck a chord with me um like I was looking back over the things that I played and like my list is basically it apart from things that weren't released in that year <laughs> um Cause like there was a period of time where I went back to Forza Horizon 4 for a bit. Um, I did my obligatory, like stint in the minds of Enter the Gungeon again. And yet and... no Persona 5 I know, Royal. I know. I know. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. It's hard. Cause I feel like I need to be in the right state of mind I to know. sit down and play that. I need to set, I need to have a time where I'm like, I'm going to be playing games for five hours this this, like four or five hours stint because I want to put in the hard yards with it it's not a game you can sit down and play like an hour or two
0: I mean it depends on what what part you're up to right if you're in a a palace then yeah but otherwise if you're in a narrative section I absolutely just want to sink into it for like yeah four or five hours and just play through like two weeks of of like story
1: yeah, that's, that's, um, yeah. that's why I keep like psyching myself out. With. I
0: only poke you for fun, Joel. And because I want to send you the new music, it's so
1: cool. I know. I know.
0: And like, I follow, um, I have to be very careful. I followed a new Twitter account recently, which is like on this damn personified Royal, which was fine for most of the time, but now it's in January. I'm like, oh, Joel hasn't seen January.
1: Fuck. <laughs> Cause it's only in I'll, Royal. Yeah. Look, look, maybe this year, I don't know. Um but apart from that, like, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff I played on Game Pass that I was just like I tooled around with. I'm like, this is kind of neat. Uh Dodgeball Academy, actually, that's another one that sticks oh, out Academia. in my mind. Dodgeball, yeah, yeah, Dodgeball My Dodgeball Academia or whatever it's called. But it's essentially um,
0: like Mario Academia, is what I assume. Yeah.
1: And it's it's really, really good. I just didn't finish it. Like I didn't go back to it. That happens. Um but I, I really enjoyed that game. Um and I think it just came I moved onto something else pretty quickly i think when it came out.
0: Most so. of my shout outs are games i didn't finish or like i played a lot of but the the core single player stuff i didn't finish.
1: Yep. Like, yep, yep, yep.
0: Like Halo. Halo, right?
1: Halo Infinite like
0: I love it. It's great. Um i just haven't gone back to it.
1: But that's cuz i, heard I not, i've heard some not so great things about how that campaign wraps up. I think it
0: depends on what you want from it, right? Like yeah, and, okay. and how much you're enjoying the sandbox nature of the gameplay, which i am liking. Um hmm. but yeah, like basically i stopped playing it once i'm like no, it's not it's not going to make the cut, so i need to put my time into mm-hmm. games at will. On that same page is Returnal, a game that oh yeah. Look, i i feel like i have to talk about it cuz i own a ps5. It feels like if you don't yeah. do, if you don't talk about it like well, what's the fuck a point out of PS five. A game is hard as hell, but it's stunning. Um Yep. I there are lots of things I would love to tweak in it, but more than anything, it's just like good on you house mark for for making this. Like to go from what they were making to then getting a budget from Sony and just absolutely just blowing it out of the water. It's a great game. And also
1: still it's still feeling like that it's got that house mark DNA oh, yeah. in yeah. it. Yeah. Like if, from if you the... play it,
0: you can tell it's my house mark. <laughs>
1: Yeah, from like the 10 minutes I played at your house when I was just like, this is fucking awesome. I want to play more of this. Um, <laughs> if I had a PS5, I would have absolutely bought that game and it would have been when in When you top get the PS5, like,
0: Joel, you can borrow my copy. <sighs> I'm I'll, put shit I'll that hold game. on to it because I do want to go back to it and try play some more. But yeah, just of it. Did, it was not one of those games where I'm like, I'm definitely not going to finish you, so I'm going to have to put you on pause.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Um, That's fair.
0: Games that I did finish that didn't make the cut, you had it in yours, but yeah, Persona 5 Strikers. Great game.
1: Yep killer okay. soundtrack I killer love it. goddamn
0: love soundtrack it. as always god it's not it's not even like it's not even fair to talk about it's the not. persona soundtracks with other i will i will corner it to jrpg uh, no the yeah. seven seven soundtracks
1: fucking stellar
0: it's a really good soundtrack is my point
1: i love it soundtrack. i fucking absolutely i play songs from persona 5 in my sets when i'm out i just slip them in there every now hey. and then Cause they just slide in so nicely. Play life will change. It's like one twenty-five BPM. And I'm like, I'm just slot yeah, this nah. in here. Nobody will bad an eye, Cause nobody really cares what I'm playing unless it's a the song they really like. So I'm going to slip this in there. And on, on the off chance that like, I think once it happened, I played, yeah. Once it happened, definitely when I played a kingdom Hearts song, I played face my fears and I peaked someone's ears. And then later on the night I played like the birth by sleep remix of simple and clean. The, like, the, 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 like the 90s house, like, Does my girlfriend be like, version? you fucking weeb? <laughs> yeah, no, this person came up and was like, just this fucking of Hearts? And I'm like, fuck yeah, it is. And I had, like, some drink cards to give out. And I'm like, here, take all of these. <laughs> you rock. You're nice, the best. Nice, nice. And then, like, as I was leaving, they were like, oh, thanks so much. You really made our night. You played awesome music and you played Kingdom Hearts. Then he gave us free drinks. I'm like, you guys rock. <laughs> you recognized it. And you came and talked to me about it. So, fuck yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I always live with, like, Persona songs. Just slips in every now and then. I think I even played the June S theme from 4 once. <laughs> I started the night by playing, like, yeah, the June S theme song, and I'm like, I don't care. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> um, Subnautica Below Zero, another one that I finished, but it, oh, really, it yeah. nearly made the list. But uh, just a great game. I still, I think the reason I couldn't in good conscience put on there is because I just prefer the first one still. But Below Zero is still That's very fair. good. And if you're like, it might be a good one to. No, not to start on, because there's a lot of really good quality of life stuff they've done in it, but I just found the environment and the ocean more fun to explore in the first one, but it's still really good. Right. Really good soundtrack.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: really good soundtrack. Uh, God, what else? Um, Age of Empires 4. Shout out nice. to, to actually nice. getting a proper Age of Empires game. Proper RTS. Well, yeah. And it was really good. Um, I played a bit of a campaign, mostly multiplayer. Uh, Just great great fun to just hook up with a few friends if you like a good rts and just <laughs> build walls and wage medieval fuck yeah. war
1: fuck yeah uh, i'm trying to think what else i played this year
0: last year now i mean i played i played so much i mean i it feels unfair to shout it out because i need to start playing it this year but jurassic world evolution 2 is very good I used yep. my uh, winnings from our Fantasy Critic to get that. Thank you very Yay. much. Yay! Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Um, and it's great. Like, it's, but it's taken everything I liked about the first one and just added a bunch of cool stuff in. Even, like, things that... They're not going to put everyone, but there's... when, Because so, obviously it's set sort of in a post-Fallen Kingdom world. I'm not going to talk about movie spoils because it's not a great movie. But, <laughs> so, Summer Parks actually have you tasked with, like getting the parks up and running again stateside which sometimes involves jumping in your like taking control direct control of like the little patrol jeeps and like driving out into the wild to find to scan the dinosaurs that's and find cool. them i mean you've got to fly your chopper over and like manually trank them to to airlift them back see that's it, that's fucking that's the shit i wanted yeah
1: that's that, cool that's just, like awesome fun it's surprisingly
0: yeah. cool like it, there are some instances where it does start to get a bit old when you look at the map and you're like I Have to drive so far to get back there, but when it works, it's really good, yeah. But, um, yeah, it feels unfair because I just started playing that this year, so it's not like I played it last year and it didn't make the cut, I was just slack and snowed under.
1: <laughs> that was me with that. I, I, funnily enough, my um, my winnings from my my uh victory two years ago now, uh, with uh, Yakuza like a dragon last year, yeah, it
0: was the start uh, of that start. year last year because I also played it. This the
1: start, yeah. That's right. actually I think it made my list.
0: It was it was number ten online. You
1: yeah, know, actually I think it made my list. Game. Yeah, and my regret was that I hadn't finished it yet. And then I finished it and I was like, I would have put this high up.
0: <laughs> let's see, let's see. What what didn't make the cut for me? Actually, honestly, like looking at the stuff that actually came out this year, yeah, yep. most of it did make the cut. Um wasn't a new game, otherwise, like Mass Effect Legendary Edition. What a what a great game to play this year. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. Crashing like Clank Rift Apart didn't make the cut. Again, oh, there was yeah. there was a version of the list where it was on there, but uh, when I thought about it, like the game's fun and it's gorgeous, but it just didn't stick with me. So yeah,
1: it, um, it didn't make it. There's another one for me, uh, Psychonauts Two, because I didn't finish it. Oh, I need to play that game. But again, um,
0: I, I think we spoke about this before. I just got the, the 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 heavy burden of like, do I play the first one before it?
1: I <laughs>
0: Honestly, think yes. um See, but then that's the problem, right? I'm like, that's a. I've got to book two games.
1: I don't know, yeah, man. I'm, yeah, I'm already. And come, they're not sure the, either.
0: Like, down they're, down got, the barrel. they're lengthy. Like we've got Pokemon now. We're weeks away from um Horizon and Elden Ring. I've got a Destiny yep. expansion, and then it's March. Then it's Triangle Strategy, and then it's everything else, and it just snowballs from there. So yep.
1: Yeah. Um, one I didn't play because I wanted to play through one and two again was No More Heroes Three. That I feel like if oh, I played yeah. that game, I
0: want to get to three so bad.
1: Um. Oh, and uh, Mario Golf. Oh yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Star Rush, or whatever sp- you know it was. What? You
0: know what? what? Well, on the concept of Mario.
1: Um, just a shout out to Bowser's Fury. Yeah, actually, yep. Shout if out I'd, to. If that had been
0: standalone, I reckon I actually I could have maybe have like snuck it in there, but um. Yeah. I didn't want to be like, oh, it's you gotta get three D All Stars and. I never want to think about that game. 3D um 3D World. I never want to think about it again. Yeah. That game broke me as a human.
1: Yeah, now I'm done with that game. 100%. <laughs>
0: never um, will I play that game again. I've done my time. I, I've gotten all those stupid stars. On on Nintendo's online service and it's yep. just it
1: it ruined me. I can't I can't remember the last time I got so angry in a multiplayer <laughs> co-op, a co-op multiplayer game. game. <laughs> co-op in Air quotes, to be honest. I, I probably, not since like the days of us like hardcore playing Overwatch a lot. I don't think I got <laughs> yeah. as, and even then I think we like did towards the end. You know, we did have like, Broad
0: balancing us out, saying to not tilt. So
1: that it is yeah, a lot like true. playing
0: Overwatch, honestly. You are right there.
1: And I finished that game when my, like, my headphones went flat and I had to try be off comms, <laughs> <So> basically. <funny. laughs> no, my phone went flat. That's what it was. Because I was using Discord on my phone. Um, two outs eastwood i really liked oh, eastwood.
0: eastwood oh god i forgot but- about eastwood oh and speaking of things i forgot about Shimaga gamutensei 5 good game
1: yep it's that too. so
0: hard it's mean it hurts <laughs> it's like it doesn't care if you're happy and the story yep. is a bit drab but the world is fun to explore and the combat is engaging and the demons look cool and i haven't run into so- um Mari yet so so far so good no dick chariots for me yet. It's coming.
1: It's coming. I'm no
0: it's gonna happen. In, they can't. In every up sense themselves. of the word.
1: In every sense of the word. I will like go um, around a
0: corner and he'll be like a massive boss. So I have to look at it <laughs> fully blown up on my Switch or on my yep. T V screen if I'm playing that way. But yeah, she might go into I just wanted to I actually wanted to shout that out because again, that's another franchise I've always bounced off of and I haven't finished it, but I have put like fifty hours into it and I'm like, I kinda wanna see it through.
1: Right. So yeah. Awesome.
0: And of course Shoji Maguro's soundtrack is
1: just fucking it's the guy's so a freak and he I love is him. He's
0: insanely talented. I can't like because he's left Atlas now to do his own thing. So I'm really curious yeah. to see what the music to that game sounds like. It's gonna be amazing either way.
1: I'm really curious to see what the future of Persona's music is gonna be like. So i
0: I don't think he said he's not coming back. I think he wanted to just go independent.
1: Go and do some yeah, and like maybe be a contractor on it. Because they'd yeah. be they'd be fucking they do that with crazy um, not to get him back.
0: Because like the, the other soundtracks sort of have like rotating people as well. Like Lin was a mainstay on Five, but like Three mm-hmm. had Lotus Juice and stuff like that. So yep. yeah, they, they Yep. As long as magaro is in there in some form, it'll be fine. It'll be fine.
1: Um, and the other one because I didn't finish it either because uh, I fell off it a little bit was um boyfriend dungeon.
0: Oh shit, boyfriend dungeon is another game that came out last year. Mm-hmm. I also fell off of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I fell off it. Um, I did enjoy it, but yeah, I just sort of fell off it and never went back to it, and I feel really bad. Um, yeah, I can't even think of anything yeah, else that I've played.
0: I, I think that's that's the bulk. Of, I, I consulted my list that I keep each year to, for all the games I finish, and I think that was all of them. At least the games that came out this year. Like the, the rest of them yep. were all last year. No, games that came out last year. The rest of them were all 2020 games.
1: Yes. So Yeah. Yes. Um. um yeah.
0: I guess that's it. That's it for 2021, Joel. That's it. Put it in the books. We're done. We'll probably still got games I want to revisit, but the future is ahead.
1: Likewise. Big yeah, games coming.
0: We missed like the biggest news story of uh, 2022 already with Microsoft just casually dropping cash sorry. on Activision Blizzard.
1: Yeah. I think like the biggest news story in video games history, yeah, I would yeah. almost no, argue. Yeah, like, okay, it's, That's fair.
0: That's very fair. I saw
1: a lot of people sort of like raising, I think the kind of funny games cars are talking about that. And Tim Gage was like, I feel like for me personally, he's like, is this the it, biggest news story that you've ever like, experience in your entire life or like in the history of games and it's yeah
0: it's 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 up there like it's probably close to when um there was just no more sega consoles really as far as like things where you're like holy shit
1: it's like yeah this is oh wow this is a defining point um yeah it's a defining point for microsoft as a company and their acquisitions and and for game pass and then on the flip side it's like there are so many conversations you could have about, Yes. is this a good thing? Are monopolies a good thing for yep. the consumer? And
0: like, let's be honest, Microsoft got it probably a bit on the cheap with all the bad mm-hmm. press. So yep. now is, it is their responsibility to make sure this mess gets cleaned up at Activision. Exactly. But if, again, yep. if the acquisition goes through, Bobby probably gets to stay until 2023. It's a whole thing.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah. That- but the plus side is, the plus side is, it's like, I would say seventy five percent that he's fucking out. Oh
0: yeah, even if he, really hope so.
1: even if he's going to sail out on his fucking money powered rocket ship oh, yeah. or some <laughs> shit like, oh, whatever.
0: absolutely, he is making out for he's making out like a bandit. That Literally. fucking sucks, but it does. But it, I guess it he's is gone. Gone.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And hey, man, things Blizzards, can maybe start to heal.
0: Blizzard's already announced a new IP.
1: <laughs> yeah, a survival game.
0: Yeah, man. Why not? Valheim's yeah. amazing. Like, let's let's get some more of this. I'm open to these again now. After. Valheim can blow me away like it did. Let's see what Blizzard's take is
1: like. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I just want to—I I just want to love Overwatch again. Will you be able to? I know. I hope I can love it on my PlayStation. Is my problem. Well, yeah.
0: I think we'll be. Man, that, a, I think we I might you, be okay for Overwatch. Honestly,
1: I think so too. But I tell you what, that fucking Xbox Series S is like. Paying for itself <laughs> now. Every every month something gets announced. I'm just like, fuck! I'm glad I bought this. Yeah, well, it's, it's got so me looking good. at my
0: PC, being like, oh, maybe I'll have to just keep on top of you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even me too. I'm just like, I just I could get another hard drive and chuck a couple of extra sticks of RAM in there. Maybe that might tide me over for a little bit. So they but... won, you know? They got it. um But yeah, <sighs> yeah.
0: It'll be interesting here anyway. We've got a lot to look forward to. There's a lot of stuff still up in the air. We're in the uh the year of the 36th anniversary of the Metroid franchise.
1: <laughs> We're moving past that. <laughs> yep, moving into Will Zelda come out now?
0: this year?
1: Will yeah. there be an E3? <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, Sounds like, like this like digital it. thing's gonna get like die, <laughs> die does, in the arse. So I guess
0: we'll see you at uh, Jeff Keeley in in like July yep. and August again.
1: Summer Games Fest again. We're just gonna yep get around cool. that. Can't wait to just have
0: no idea what's happening again. <laughs> anyway, it um, should be fun, should yeah. be great. Can't wait. Should be should be
1: good. Should be good. I feel like this is the year where we're going to start all those things that were supposed to come out last year.
0: Like I said, twenty twenty two is potentially going to be ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it could be one of like those like those if, years that we look back on as like fuck. That was one of the biggest years in video if games. If you're
0: starting with a um a formula breaking Pokemon game. A new mm-hmm. from software game and Horizon Forbidden West.
1: <sighs> yeah, all before. Yeah, E3. A...
0: It will, all before like any events are even held to like say what's coming next.
1: Will we see Silk Song? I hope so. Is the question.
0: I hope so. Will you I see? Believe. Will you see Sports Story?
1: I fucking hope so. I actually kind of believe more that Silk Song is going to come before Sports Story. Will to be honest, Kyron and C. Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> That's a big one. That's a big one. Three, And you know what? Three years Game ago, Wars Joel,
0: they restarted. They announced that they were restarting development.
1: Game Awards this year. I reckon we get a big Nintendo Direct where they announce Trilogy. <laughs> we can't do this, Joel. We can't do this right Or, <laughs> Or however they're going to fucking do that bullshit, Joel. if they're going to release them individually.
0: Joel, it's the, it's the and 20th anniversary of Metroid Prime this year. That's all I'll say.
1: Come come on. Right, Prime Go-ha. 4
0: is definitely not this year, but... I want to
1: think... No, it won't be this year. I think at Game Awards, though, we we'll see I want see to it.
0: think that, like, Nintendo has the common sense to be like, man, uh, Metroid's pretty hot right now after Dread. Let's just maybe... That's the fucking keep thing, our, yeah. Let's keep it focused on that, maybe? I don't know. We'll see. They might just be like, ah, fuck it. See three years. Because it could go either way. Uh-huh. could go yeah. either way. But either way, I'm it's, excited. I, it's going to be good.
1: Yeah, maybe. Please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bayonetta 3 as well. Oh,
0: shit, it is this year.
1: Fucking please. I'm ready for that shit. There's a lot of stuff that's meant to be this year, man.
0: God of War coming yeah. this year. Maybe.
1: Saying, I believe. They're saying it's Holiday. this year. Holiday this year.
0: Holiday is when you've got to have
1: your PS5. <laughs> oh, fucking oath. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I need to, like, that's, a, if it gets close to, like, if it gets announced for November and it, like, looks like it's going to stick and I haven't got a PS5 by then, that's when I start selling kidneys. <laughs> and I said kidneys plural, because I'm like, I'll figure out a way to sell yeah, I'll it. Make, I'll Adam.
0: make it work. <laughs>
1: I'll make it work as long as I get to play Ragnarok. It's fine, it's fine. Um, but yeah, that's that. Is, all joking aside, that is the game that I want my PS5 for. That's I want fair. to have that like, in my lounge room, ready to go, so I can play that game.
0: Currently, my goal is I'm. I mean, it should be here, but obviously, supply chains are a fucking mess. I want my <laughs> OLED to be here before Horizon, but we'll see.
1: Yes. I spoke to JB yes. Hi-Fi recently,
0: and they said they were getting it. They were transferring it across from another store, so hopefully soon.
1: Sick. Oh yeah, that's gonna be soon. You, you'll get Fingers it soon. Crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but um, I am. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to play Horizon at launch.
0: That's fair. Like honestly, they, I
1: want to. They put but... out.
0: They put out footage from the pro, and that's why exactly I was like, you couldn't even put out like vanilla PS. 4 That's why I was like,
1: I was like, not I, Not only have I got a vanilla PS4, You're I've got like gone? a <laughs> fucking Destiny two. Oh, that's like a year
0: two PS4, is it?
1: Yeah, oh, like. Man. Yeah, yeah like year two or three. But it was I got my I got my PS4 at the launch of Destiny 2. I remember that because I got yeah. the bundle with Shout the white PS4. Destiny. Fucking a, it's still going strong. I can't believe how much moments. time I
0: put into that fucking game in the last three months. I can't
1: either. <laughs> That's why well, it that it's, it's really, really fun. fun but is is but blown,
0: right? Because I spent the last because every day after work I'd be like, I don't want to think. I just want to shoot yeah. fallen and Destiny's like, mm-hmm. I got you, man. I got mm-hmm. you. Here's some loot as well, know. like awesome. I'm in.
1: <laughs> now you know how I feel about Enter the Gun. I do
0: like just having a game where you can just like, I'm just gonna
1: play this. It's comfort food. I'm just gonna play, just gonna play, to to just gonna play just, it. Like,
0: shoot things. There's good music. It's good. Yep. The loop's good. Yep. yep. And there's an expansion yep. coming in, like two or three. That's weeks. true.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Fuck. Come on, play that too. <laughs> then I also wanted to play the other two. I time? at least wanted to play. A bit. I wanted to play Beyond Light. <sighs> Are they still on sale at all? They're on. I have to buy them now. on Game Pass on PC still. Not, are they?
0: No, no. Yeah, it was PC, but they're on oh, Xbox. They left, I think. Hang on. Let's, hmm. where's my where's my Xbox at? Let's find out. Hmm. Let's let's do let's yeah. do a check Joel. because I'm pretty do sure a, they're still. live on. direction.
1: I if think, they are, maybe I'll play it. Just hit me up. I'm always down. I'm
0: always I'm down.
1: To to play some. It's just that the only problem is that the, like my office is really hot. They are, no they're still coming up as
0: install now. They're all, they're, so they're, the expansions are still on Game Pass. I mean Forsaken will be gone soon. But
1: Shadow it's Keep and I Beyond that Light one. Is still there. So played still there. played that one. I got I got a little bit of the way into Shadow Keep and Beyond Light's the one I actually really Beyond want Light's to play, a so... good
0: <laughs> Beyond Light's the one.
1: Beyond Light's yeah. fun. Yeah. Shadow Keep sucks. I-
0: but um yeah, I mean if you want to you wanna wanted- <laughs> Work on work towards getting your stasis ability. Just let me know.
1: You know, I'm Maybe 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 I will keep skip shadow keep and just go it's not straight very, to beyond light. Honestly. And like honestly, yeah. even if you even if you I just play beyond light, it.
0: you can always go back to shadow keep. It's not going anywhere it's yet. True.
1: Yet. And, <laughs> and also like yeah, because I finished I finished forsaken and I was like that was fucking forsaken rad. Forsaken is awesome. I loved it, so good. It and I jumped to shadow keep and I'm like, away.
0: it just blows my mind. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I get why they can't vault it because it came afterwards, but man, just kick shadow keep out honestly keep the yeah, get rid of that it's so good anyway but I feel like that's a that was a massive tangent Joel uh
1: and it was anything it was.
0: else you want to talk about 2021 wise I think it's mm. time to wrap this show up
1: I think I'm pretty good I think <laughs> I'm pretty good you get to Beatro take,
0: take us away Joel
1: alrighty well thank you very much for listening to this very special episode of the dialogue options podcast uh, our goody 2021. Congratulations to Mother Goody! Congratulations to Metroid Dread, uh, for being both our number one games of the year. I love that game. It's fucking great. It is honestly. When I thought about the list and I like making the list, and when I finished the game, I was like, "That's my game of the year." And then as as I got further and further away from it, I'm like, "Is it really?" And then when I sat down to write the list, like I was like, "No, it is," because like no other game made me feel it is like from Go to Woe just fucking adrenaline pumping and it's Absolutely. so good um the pacing in that game is fucking incredible like it's so good um and so that's why i was like eh, it's great like i played so much monster hunter rise and i adore that game but like dread was just such a fucking succinct and beautiful
0: yeah like for Dread, had to be like okay look i know i love metroid but is it the best game i played this year and the answer ultimately was yes but i was just like no yeah. idea. it definitely it is it is it is like, like it is it. this is a game that's 10 hours long i've I put 40 hours into it so far i think i finished it yeah. like four or five times in like the first like couple of weeks <laughs> like, it's, like it's it's
1: just it is a it's sublime it's apart from the fact that it is like you know a new 2d metroid it is a good video game it like is. it is a, a very, very good, good and very well made video game. game but yes congratulations to metroid dread um your trophies in the mail we'll get it to Thanks, you Mercury somehow Steam. supply supply chain issues like it'll get there it's when a it gets there. it's a disaster it's a disaster it's a whole thing yep everything's a shit show but thank you very much for listening we really do appreciate it we are back for 2022 um you know we had a bit of time off we had some we had some shit going on so <laughs> um yeah co- again covid ruined my birthday fuck you covid fuck uh, you
0: covid no one go get lost I mean, dude no one wants I you I mean anymore. apart
1: from Apart from you know the obvious of like COVID is horrible and all this, all the other stuff is like it ruined my fucking birthday and I'm very passionate about my birthday and it made me so mad. So that's the thing, right? COVID's awful,
0: but now it's it's affecting mm-hmm. my friends. I'm like, I hate you even more now.
1: Yep. Get, yeah, get out of here. Get lost. It's fucking personal. Um, but yes, yeah, we are, we are back. We'll be we'll be back to a semi semi regular uh schedule. I, I I no doubt in the next few weeks once things start settling I down. I
0: already have a quest log ready to go.
1: Just I like, kind of like do said, as Jurassic well. World, Yeah, and we've
0: got Pokemon now, and I've, I've
1: I've got nobody saves the world. Like it's yeah, we've got some good stuff coming. But yeah, if you want to join us for that, hit us up on our um on our, our social media. You can find us across pretty much everything that we use. Mainly use Twitter, but um uh, at Dialogue Options. If you want to ask us a question, reach out to us. Say hi. Tell us that you really like the show. We'd like to hear that. And we'd yeah, like we, to talk to you. We really should
0: use Facebook and Instagram more. Do you have a... We really should. Do you have a login for Instagram?
1: No, no. I have Facebook. Okay. But
0: Facebook. I have Facebook. I may have to talk a couple of Instagram. I don't know. Because the problem with Instagram is because it's mostly photo-focused. I'm like...
1: Hey. Yeah. It's like you have to have something to come to you. Yeah. It's tough. We need, to, we need to do those little, like, audio samples from episodes. That's I'm what we need to down, do.
0: I'm down. But, yeah, we've talked about... I think I don't know how to, before.
1: If, Okay. There you go. You want to reach out to us on Twitter? Please <laughs> let us know how to do those things. I I have looked into it, but they all from broad. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, yeah. If you want to talk to us, that's great. You can find us uh, at um, at Dialogue Options across mostly Twitter. But um, if you want to, you know, reach out to either one of us individually, you can find us on our individual accounts. You can find me at Jolly Mac. uh, Whereas, apart from the fact that I just said, you can find me multiple times in a row. Um, Nailed. I've been tweeting. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It wouldn't be an outro if I didn't fuck it up constantly. Hey, man, it's um, okay. I fucked up the intro. So it's like, it's perfectly like booking the episode. So it's perfect. Yin yang. Um, I, I've just been tweeting a lot about uh, Peacemaker because it's fucking great. It's so good. And um, I've also been doing, actually, you know what? I'm going to plug that right now. I've been doing some DJ sets on Twitch some nights. It's sort of like a spur of the moment thing sometimes. I really should figure out a, a time to sort of lock in regularly that i do it but um yeah i've been doing just some random uh dj sets so if you would like to hear me spin some tunes i got a cool new setup now got some flashy lights i'm looking at it right
0: now it's a pretty cool setup if i'm being honest i'm pretty happy with it
1: i got i got a fucking ring light i got a new i got two webcams i got a multi-cam stream it's it's fun i've been having fun setting that up and it's been really fun doing those dj sets so um yeah keep an eye on my Twitter and. Or, or actually go and follow me at twitch.tv forward slash Mac 1414 That's the numbers, 1414. Um, Yeah, go and follow me there. That'd be great because I'd really appreciate that. And then you, you'll know when I go live to play DJ sets. But where can they find you, Kyron? Uh, so
0: you can find me on Twitter where I am, at LemonManX, where most recently my tweets haven't been super interesting, mostly like the the everything of the world. Um, yeah. Metroid related stuff which I'll skip for you for now most recent mm. one actually is I'm in a very dangerous position Joel oh. because this week just passed Square Enix launched local servers for Final Fantasy 14 uh oh and oh bad news because like to, oh no to play that game without lag that's tempting that's that's tempting and that's bad i don't have time for that i do not have time for it but i i have reinstalled my i've reinstalled it on my ps5 and now i just look at it and it's like i
1: don't know i don't know you're one step closer i am one step closer closer. i (laughs) really am i don't know
0: but yeah so that's that's what i'm I'm, that's in my in the back of my mind that's all i'm thinking of now it's like 14 would probably be way better now i will probably would suck less at the raids because the connection quality would be just good as for opposed to like reports, like too, it's, the boss doing, yeah. like, bullet hell arc stuff, and me like, I need to dodge that. Except the boss did the move a second and a half ago, and I'm it's too late for me, I'm dead. And then I just the chat be like, and oh, you, you fucking, you wipe it. I'm like, I don't know what's happening, and I'm in Australia. Be nice. Sorry. <laughs> be gentle. I'm so sorry, please. That's not true. The community, like, whenever I played, they were nice. But I I, I would imagine, I would put that onto me from them. I'm like, it's not my fault. I'm in Australia, yeah. and my internet's... It's good, but like you're all the way over there and the server connection's bad. Anyway, Joel, take us away from this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, that's it for this week. Um, We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, Let us know what your top tens are for last year or like number one game for last year was. Honestly, just Uh, just tell me if
0: you played Dread. That's all I want to hear. But also also, like, I would love to know what your favorite game was, but did you play Dread? Did you buy Dread? We're going to find those sales out real soon.
1: Joel, take this episode away from me. (laughs) Okay, we will see you next time.